We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and it's a gorgeous morning as I'm recording this. I'm recording this on a Friday, which is rare for me. I normally do Thursdays, but I'm actually going to switch my recording days to Tuesdays. That's besides the point. The point is, it's a beautiful day, and I am down in Sea Isle. And oh my God, you guys, it just feels so much like summer. Um, So I came down on Tuesday and I'm leaving like early this afternoon um, to go back home. I have a a doctor's appointment that I have to go home for. Otherwise, I'd stay through the weekend. Um, But it is so, so nice down here. It's like the middle of July. Like it's packed full of people, which I'm also really confused about because it's April 14th when I'm recording this. So it's April and like all these kids are out of school and they're like on the beach in the middle of the day. And I'm like, how is no one in school? Maybe, I don't know. I just don't really get it. But either way, I'm not complaining because I love it. Um, The island is busy. The sun is out. People are like sunbathing. Um, I actually got a little sunburnt yesterday. If you guys are watching the video, you might be able to like tell just like a little bit. Um, but I'm just like a little like red, like on my chest and my arms and stuff. My cheeks last night when I went to bed were like a little like red, like rosy. Um, and it was just because I was, you know, outside doing like a little beach walk with my parents came down and Ringo, which is my parents' dog. Um, and yeah, but it just is so nice down here, but it also reminds me like how hard it is to get work done on a nice day because you just want to enjoy it. 
it's really like a balance to kind of do it all. And honestly, I kind of feel like I failed at it this week, but I'm not going to like beat myself up over it because things can always be, I mean, these things that I pushed off could be pushed off. And that was, you know, what I did like today. I was supposed to record this episode yesterday, but it was so nice yesterday. I was just on the beach enjoying it. So doing it today and all is good. But nonetheless, um, I need to remember that balance. And I remember last summer, it was like a big topic of discussion between me and my friends a lot because we were like, we just want to enjoy the weather, but also just like we need to keep working. So how do we do this? And come fall time, I kind of like forgot about that discussion. And now I feel like it's coming back up. So that kind of relates to what we're going to talk about today, which is hustle culture, um, kind of just my thoughts on hustle culture and, um, the opposite of hustle culture, which I'll get into in just a minute. I'm not quite ready to dive in yet. I need to like chat about a couple more things. Um, I do want to ask you guys though, like with the whole discussion of like summer work life balance, I made a summer routine yesterday that I think is really going to work well for me. And I'm wondering if you guys would want like a whole episode on that. If you do, let me know, comment it on the Instagram or on the YouTube video, which the YouTube video for this channel is youtube.com slash manifest with Tori Simone. And the um, Instagram for this is at manifest with Tori Simone. Um, but yeah, speaking of social media and Instagram, I don't know if you guys have noticed my Instagram lately. But I posted every single day last week. I posted Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Today's Friday, and I plan on posting today. Um, I like have a bunch of videos made. I've just been having so much fun making videos, um, just like raw audio, just like what I'm actually doing in the moment. I don't stage anything. I just like set up a tripod and film and it's been really, really fun and I'm really enjoying it. So if you guys get to hype up my Instagram so I don't feel like a weirdo posting, I don't know why, but like I just feel so weird posting on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like that because it used to be like the thing that I looked forward to doing when I was like 18 years old. And now that I'm 25, I just feel weird. Like every time I post, I'm like, this is chuggy, but I know it's not, so I just have to like get that out of my head, but it just feels like it, but I don't know. I don't know. So I'm having fun making the videos. I'm not having fun posting the videos, but I am having fun making the videos. So that must mean something, right? I don't know. I don't know what that means, but something. Anyway, I'm having a lot of fun with it. One final thing before we jump into my thoughts on hustle culture. Have you guys ever seen Quantum Boy on YouTube? So... If you haven't, like stop listening, go watch his videos and then come back and tell me what you think. Because one of his videos popped up for me last night as recommended. It was like a day in the life of a Harvard student studying physics. And I was like, I want to watch this. Like I, I was interested. So I clicked on it and I'm not kidding. The first like two, three minutes I thought it was a parody. I thought it was a parody of like these day in the life influencers. And the first comment had me like also kind of thinking that it was a there a, a parody. And I was just like, this can't be real. Right. And I was like kind of laughing, like not in a mean way, but just like this has to be a parody. Like I thought it was a joke. So I was like kind of laughing with it. And then by the end of the video, I was crying. <laughs> 
by the end of the video, I was like, I had tears in my eyes and I was like, this, this guy is so thoughtful and like, dare I say beautiful, like not looks cause you never see his face, but like the way he like narrate narrates, I was like hooked. And then I went down a rabbit hole and I watched every single one of his videos and I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed with him. I just think he's so pure. Like we must protect quantum boy. And like I said, like at first I thought it was a parody, but it's not like, he's just so unique. I don't know what it is. He's also kind of psychotic. Like if you watch the morning routine, you'll know what I mean. You'll know exactly what I mean, but we must protect him. Like he's so sweet and so kind and he's so in love with his girlfriend. It's so sweet. Um, I wonder why my boyfriend doesn't make videos about me like that. You know what I mean? So if you've never watched Quantum Boy, consider yourself in for a treat and go into it with an open mind. I don't really want to say anything other than that because it's probably not going to be what you expect. But at the same time, I think you'll love it by the end of it. Just to go into it with an open mind. I was crying. Like I said, like I thought it was funny at first and a parody. And then I was crying because I was so touched. It's so heartfelt. It's so cute. It's so innocent. We must protect him at all costs. So anyway, that's my thoughts on Instagram and quantum boy. So now let's get into my thoughts on hustle culture. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products 
products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. So I want to talk about hustle culture and the phases of hustle culture. I feel like the past, present, and maybe where even the future is going to be going with it. Um, But on the flip side of this coin, I also want to discuss the quote, end quote, which I learned last week, um, lazy girl era or the slow girl era. I've been hearing people talk about this on Instagram Reels. I'm guessing it's from TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, so I haven't heard of this, but lately people have been saying like those two phrases like interchangeably and it's always talked about in comparison to hustle culture. So I'm just going to assume that it's the opposite of hustle culture and kind of take it for like what that seems to be since I'm not on TikTok. And whenever I try to like look it up, there's like not a ton of stuff about it, but I've been hearing it pretty frequently to the point where like, I think other people are also talking about this. Um, so it's like the opposite of hustle culture. So we can tie that into this conversation because I don't think that you can have one without the other. And I'll dive deep into that. So let's kind of just start at the basis of life and the basis of living, which is that realistically it's fun to It's fun to think that we don't need money to live, but like realistically, we need money to live. And that's just the fact of the matter. It's very, 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 very hard to get passive income without putting in real work for the first at least few years of 
working or working towards a goal, or if your goal is to have passive income to where you don't need to work every single day. And I think that's a great goal to have, but it's unrealistic to think that you can have that without putting in the work first. So it's just unrealistic to think that we don't need money to live and unrealistic to think that we can just dive into a world of passive income without the work to come first. And I think that we think we can have one without the other because we tend to look at um, influencers, and this is an example, influencers with podcasts. Um, And the reason why I'm using this example specifically is because I see this discussed a lot on podcasts that are then clipped and then put on like Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that and YouTube and whatnot. So that's why I'm using this example. And I also think that us as consumers of podcasts can resonate with this example as well. So when we look at influencers or just anyone that has a podcast that makes money off their podcast, we look at them as we look at podcasting as their only job. And then they have this really fun lifestyle that accompanies having a podcast as a job. And it's really easy to be envious of that lifestyle. And podcasting, if it's done um, consistently, correctly, hitting the right audience, whatever, it can definitely provide a really solid lifestyle for you. Financially, it can be very rewarding. There is really good money in podcasting. And I've mentioned before that like podcasting as of right now is my main form of income and I have multiple other jobs. So that just goes to show that like podcasting can really provide a really great lifestyle for you and a steady stream of income. So when we look at people that have a podcast and that make money from their podcast, we really only see the work of the podcast, right? And we think that like they come in, they record for an hour or two, they post the podcast and then they have the rest of the week to do whatever they want. And we can be envious of that lifestyle. But once we kind of peel back the onion to that and look a little little bit deeper, we can understand that no one starts making insane money from podcasting on episode one and forever on after that, unless you already have an established career. So that established career is already years and years and years prior in the making to episode one of the podcast. And if you are making money episode one of the podcast, like I said, it's because you have career from years and years in the past. So there's work leading up to what appears to us to be like chapter one, like, like if I started a podcast today and I was making money off it and it looks like that's my chapter one and it looks like I just came on the scene and was like a podcaster and I'm making money off it. It would look like, oh my God, this girl like barely works and she makes a living off podcasting. But we know that I started social media when I was like 13, 14 and now I'm 25. So that's 10, 11, 12 years in the making of social media work, you know? And I also have other jobs. Like I make planners for a living. I have a podcast or podcast series. I have spin studios, two of them for a living. Like I have other streams of income as well, but it's easy to just look at this podcast where I make money from and be like, wow, what an easy lifestyle. What a passive life style of you podcast one day a week and you make money off it. So that's how it can look. 
But once we start to kind of like peel back the layer of it, we see that what looks like chapter one is really someone's chapter 25. And let's also remember, like if we're going to continue to use me as the example here, when I first started this podcast, I did not make any money from this podcast until I think like the end of 2020, maybe the beginning of 2021. And I started in 2019 and I already had an established career on YouTube before that. So yeah, not everyone. It's not always what it seems. And I want you to remember that throughout the entirety of this episode. If you want to start a podcast and make money off of it, eventually you absolutely can, but it's going to take work for the podcast to one day become passive income. And podcasting isn't just like this podcast is just an example, but it's one that I think a lot of us can relate to as podcast consumers and followers of podcast hosts. It can look like they have an easier, more relaxed lifestyle. And while that may be true, it doesn't start like that. So let's back up. Do I like hustle culture? No. (laughs) Do I think that it's unhealthy? Yes. I feel like hustle culture is very similar to how the saying live, laugh, love got a really bad rep because it was intended for good. You know what I mean? And then like it was called chuggy and then it just became like this whole like live, laugh, love movement and like, oh, you're so live, laugh, love. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how hustle culture is. I do think hustle culture began began without a name and without a title and without a connotation and was a message of if you work hard, you can build a life that you're proud of. And I think that has an underlying theme of you can do anything that you set your mind to if you work hard enough. And I think that message overall is actually good. And I think that it's an inspiring message. The idea that if we put our time and energy into something that we are passionate about, we can excel. Um, it leaves a lot of room for opportunity for everyone. And I think that's a really great message to be putting out there. And I think this message applies to all walks of life in all avenues of our life. So whether it's a corporate job or opening your own lash studio or beginning a podcast or running a marathon or getting into law school or getting a good score in an SAT, which apparently, apparently you don't have SATs anymore, which seems like a scam. Okay, because I had to take the SATs. Anyway, that's a totally different topic. If you guys don't have to take the SATs, just know I'm very jealous of you because those were some of the worst days of my life and I'll never get that time back, but that's besides the point. Um, besides the point, I think the original message of hustle culture was positive at one point and it was really um, a positive message and good. And it was also a message, let me remind you, that was not new. This kind of like ties back into what we've always heard just kind of growing up and kind of goes along with like the quote unquote American dream that it's like, if you work hard enough, you can get like, you can have like a nice life. And that's a whole other discussion that I'm absolutely not going to touch right now. Um, But I think the original message of hustle culture was one that was really positive. And if you work hard enough, you can build a life that you're proud of. And then it just got taken to an extreme. And this is where it really just took like a left turn and just became bad. It just became so glamorized and so unrealistic. It became 
expected to wake up at 4am and not stop working until like 10pm and then fill your day with a million to do's and make sure that every single day of your life was the most important day of your life and that you moved the most mountains that day and you checked off everything on your to-do list and you posted on social media of how busy you were all day and you told everyone around you how busy you were all day and the whole like no days off mentality, the whole work hard, play hard, it was all just so extreme and let me tell you like there was a time in my life, which was 2018, 2019, when I completely subscribed to this um, way of thinking and this lifestyle. And I loved it. I lived off it. I like thrived on it. I thought it was so amazing to the point when I was offered to do a TED talk. Um, I got the offer in October of 2019 and the TED talk was in March of 2020. So it, it got canceled because of COVID, but my topic for the TED talk was going to be hustle culture and thank God. Okay. That, that did not happen because I was so caught up in it at the time. And I was like obsessed. I thought it was a really, really great thing. And at the time I was really working hard. I was grinding. I had a lot of goals for stride. I was in the middle of opening up my second studio for stride. Um, I had like three other studios on the horizon that I was going to open up for stride. So like I was really in a, a huge like grinding mindset. And for me, I was obsessed with it and it really worked for my lifestyle. But it just was so extreme. Like looking back on it, it was not sustainable. But when you're in it, it's hard to kind of see any other way. So I remember like 2018, 2019 being like the pure hustle culture era, at least for me. But I also remember seeing it everywhere. And it was kind of starting to become like a negative thing. But I was like, those people like they just don't understand. Like they just don't want to put in the work. Like that's genuinely what I thought at the time. And I was so about it and I was so proud of it. And I was just like, it was the lifestyle for me. This also brings me though to another point that when people say like hustle culture is coming back or hustle culture is here, like present day in 2023, it kind of makes me think like, is it though? And maybe that's because to me, hustle culture was left in 2018, 2019, like it was a pre-pandemic thing and then the pandemic happened and it just forced us all to slow down. And now I've just kind of remained with that pace of life. But I also think now that people are much more into wellness and a slow paced lifestyle and the discussion of mental health is at an all time high, which is really great. But I, then I also remind myself that this is the content that I consume and this is the lifestyle that I lead. So naturally I surround myself with people and discussions of a slower paced lifestyle when back in 2018, 2019, I surrounded myself with people and discussions that were of the hustle culture lifestyle. So I think this all comes down to two things. One, who you surround yourself with and what content you consume. And two, boundaries that you set. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Have you found the keys to unlock your best trip? On a Trafalgar tour, you unlock more than just the world. We give you the keys to discover real connections and one-of-a-kind experiences. It 
all starts with expert itineraries where everything is taken care of. With Trafalgar, your money goes further, and so do you. Unlock your best self. Discover more at trafalgar.com slash unlock. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash unlock. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. So this kind of brings it full circle that like most things, hustle culture and this like quote unquote slow girl era, which I don't really love that wording, but we'll just go with it for today's episode is a mindset and that you do not have just to subscribe to a mindset that does not serve you. If you're in a work environment that is really pushing hustle culture onto you and you feel as though it's not healthy or sustainable, I encourage you to have a discussion with a superior, whether it's a manager or a boss, and just discuss your workload. This is also another way of setting a boundary. And I think that's really what this all comes down to is boundaries and instilling that boundary. And that boundary can be really firm while being efficient in work. And I think that is really, really important. Being able to say to a manager or to a boss, like, I cannot work six days, but I can give you five days that are really solid eight hour work days. And that just is going to have to be enough. But when you are at work, like committing a hundred percent to yourself at work, or if you work for yourself, it's really easy to have that. Like, let me just check this email one more time past 5 PM. Like that stuff is really easy to do. And it's really easy to just keep the workday going and going and going and just never really turning it off and having like that whole, the grind never stops lifestyle when you work for yourself. And honestly, that's really best thing that I can speak to because I do work for myself. I always have. So I always feel a little silly when I come on and say like, Oh, say this to your manager, because honestly, like, what do I know about saying things to a manager in a corporate setting? So I try my best, but my real place of, um, knowledge that I can speak about is when it comes to like working for yourself is having like that grind never stops mentality, which I definitely used to have. And like, it's so easy to just push past the end of a work day and just be like, let me just keep going. Like I have nothing else to do today. Like I may as well just work. Um, it's really 
easy to keep working. It's harder to stop and to practice that boundary with yourself. It's kind of like how they say willpower is a muscle that needs to be flexed and needs to be worked out. It's like the same with a boundary. In order for a boundary to actually work, you need to practice that boundary. You need to instill the boundary and practicing that boundary is really, really tricky. So I encourage you to practice it and it will become easier over time. So I do think hustle culture was an era of the past. However, that's just my personal take, but every now and then I do see it creeping up on social media specifically. And I just choose to not subscribe to that message or that mindset of it. I choose to pack practice boundaries within my work. And I choose to be 100% on when I'm working and 100% off when I'm not working. When I work, I am so deep in my work and I give everything of work that I have in me. And with me being my own boss, some days that means it's hours and hours of really, really deep creative work, which honestly is my favorite kind of days. Or it'll be a few hours of admin work scattered like throughout the day with errands in between all that sort of stuff. But whatever it is, I'm 100% in on whatever it is that I'm doing. And I've chosen to be really efficient with my boundaries. And my workload has not only improved, but my career has also progressed. And the quality of my life outside of work has also improved. I feel rested. I feel recovered. And I leave a lot of room nowadays for inspiration. I also find that when I give myself time to reflect, slow down and be like almost mundane, I get big, big, big surges of inspiration and creativity and the thoughts that I journaled about and the thoughts that I tend to fixate on that provide direction, content, and motivation for me for weeks to come. So kind of all of this is is to say that there is like a delicate dance between hustle culture and this quote unquote slow girl era. And maybe this is where it will get kind of like a hot take, if you will. I don't really think it's that hot of a take, but I don't think you can enjoy the fruits of your labor, aka a slow paced life without putting in the labor or the hustle culture. To pick the fruit off your own tree means that you have to plant the tree. And a very small percentage of the world can come from generational wealth and not have to work. And you can just live a slow day light, slow paced life, which like, honestly sounds really great. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't jealous of that. And like, I would love that life. I joke around all the time with my friends. I'm like, I'm so ready to like not be working anymore. Like I'm so just over it. Like I'm ready to just be like a housewife. Like I always say that with my friends, partially joking, partially not. Um, but I think it's unrealistic for us to think that like we can just graduate college and just not work and make money like that. That just doesn't really happen. And I think we all know that, you know what I mean? It's very rare that we can, and we like to think of the exception as the normal, but that's just not, it's not normal and it's not realistic. So we can all acknowledge that that would be really great, but in order to actually live like a slowed down lifestyle that lives off passive income, those are two different things, living off passive income versus living a slow paced lifestyle. They can be two different things in order to live both of them at the same time, a slow paced lifestyle and off of passive income, you need to put in the work to attain that passive income. And if we maximize our work hours, we can also maximize our off hours. Also, who's to say that the two lifestyles of hustle culture and a slow paced lifestyle cannot exist at the same time. Now, I always get this wrong because I remember there was like a thing that was going around Twitter and I did not understand it. And like, I could not conceptualize it in my mind. 
It was like a mutually exclusive thing. And that does not make sense to me. Mutually exclusive. What does that mean? Mutually means both two together. Exclusive means separate. So how can two things be separate together? I don't really understand that, but I feel like this is a mutually exclusive or is it like a agreed upon exclusive thing? I don't know if this is mutually exclusive. Let me know if this is because I really try to understand that like wording and that concept, but it just doesn't really make a lot of sense for me. So just let me know. Um, but what I'm getting at is that the two lifestyles of a slow paced lifestyle and quote unquote hustle culture, they can exist at the same time. If when you're working, you are hundred percent all in on working, that is quote unquote hustle culture, the grind. You know what I mean? But if you use that boundary and have a hard stop to it and then have a really hard slow paced lifestyle and you're hundred percent in on that slow paced lifestyle when you're not working, who's to say that those two can't exist at the same time. If you spend your mornings, nights, and weekends slow and relaxed with wellness at the center of it, slowing down, etc. And then your work days are in on mode with deep work and really efficient work. Who's to say that that can't happen again? What this really comes down to is you setting and practicing a boundary. I watch shows like the night agent, um, on Netflix, which is a really good show by the way. And if you haven't watched it, totally recommend to watch it, but I'll watch shows like the night agent and these people, I mean, it's a TV show, but it's like based around the white house, the FBI, stuff like that. These people are literally working 24 seven. And when I tell you nothing looks worse than that, I can wholeheartedly say that with like my whole heart, nothing looks worse than working 24 seven. Like it just looks horrible. And then I look at shows like real housewives and I'm like, that looks really nice to be a housewife, but they're filming a show for me to watch, which means that they're working. So I can appreciate a slow paced lifestyle as much as the next person. And I've absolutely incorporated that into my life more. And I feel really amazing because of it. And again, I also really think that's because of the pandemic and it just put us all like to slow down to really look at health as the center of our life. And I love leading and living like a slower paced lifestyle. It works for me. I feel really good in all aspects of my life. I feel like my work has really improved. I feel like my mental health is very calm. I feel so calm and um, I am so less stressed out. I used to have a really bad bloat all the time. And as soon as I started like just practicing like a slower paced lifestyle, my bloat definitely went down. So this is not to say that I am against a slow paced lifestyle because I'm not, I'm very for it and I lead it and I live it and I practice it every single day of my life, but I also work and I work hard when I do work. And I just think that the original message of hustle culture got way too extreme and got way lost in translation. And living a slow paced lifestyle can also easily take the same course and become too extreme working like one to two hours a day for some people and making a living off of those one to two hours is realistic for some. However, it would not be realistic if it weren't for the years of work leading up to that. And I think that's what we have to remember. I want to remind anyone listening or watching to please, 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 please take social media with a grain of salt. Take that message of like, oh, you want to like be a millionaire by 30? Here's how you do it. Like, please just take it all with a grain of salt. The people that we see in front of us had years of work to get to where they are. And us comparing our lifestyles to theirs is completely useless. Even the people that look like they had overnight success, like the person that comes to my mind is like um, Alex Earl. I was going to say Tana Mojo, which is bizarre. 
but she kind of did. Like she kind of did have overnight success, but I'm talking about Alex Earl, for example. We think of someone that had overnight success like Alex Earl, but she said herself that like she's been posting on TikTok since like 2020. And now three years later, she is working like a dog every single day. Like she is huge. She's blown up for sure. We can all agree on that, but she's also working extremely hard right now. Whether you think being an influencer is hard or not, that's like a whole different discussion. She's working extremely hard right now. She's the face of like a million brands. She's constantly traveling. She's constantly on brand photo shoots. She has so many brand collaborations out and she has so many sponsorships and she's a college student on top of it. So she is working extremely, extremely hard. And while you think like maybe being an influencer is easy, if I had to guess, I would not like the lifestyle that Alex Earl is living. She is working so hard. Like this girl is in hustle culture era, like, and good for her. Like, I think she's enjoying it for the most part, but we look at people that have overnight success, like Alex Earl. We think that like, oh, she just woke up one day, posted on TikTok, and now has millions and millions of followers, but she's been doing it for three years. And now she's just getting the fruits of her labor. She's been doing it for three years and now she's blown up. And now she's like working the hardest she's probably ever worked in her entire life. So all I'm getting at is that perspective is everything and things on social media are not always what they seem. So I think it's to say that a life lived in extreme is unhealthy for most. There are, as always, exceptions to the rule, and some people can live in lives of extreme and it just works for them. But an extreme work with no boundaries, aka hustle culture, is unhealthy and extreme. And on the flip side, extreme rest with no motivation and no like longing to build a life for yourself, I would also say is unhealthy. I think that there is a balance between the two and a happy lifestyle that most of us can lead are in the middle of those two. It's like when you're in work, you're doing the best work that you can. And when you're out of work, you instill such a firm boundary that you don't even think about work. And I think that's a really healthy place to be, but it all comes down to strong boundaries and strong boundaries maintain harmony in our life. And I hope if you feel lost or lacking motivation or burnt out or constantly tired, that you can find a boundary of both lifestyles and enforce the best of both. I think it's really possible. I think it's really attainable and just know that like, I really am rooting for you. And that's kind of my thoughts on hustle culture right now. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about this just because I keep seeing it everywhere. I see hustle culture. I see the slow paced lifestyle and I see people being like, they can't both exist at the same time, but I think they can. And I only say that because I think hustle culture is the extreme and I think like a very slow paced lifestyle is like the extreme and I think there's a balance and a harmony of both and I feel like I'm living it and I feel like I lead it pretty well and like I started this episode this morning by saying like I failed at working yesterday because I was able to enjoy my day and I think that's healthy. Like you're going to have days like that where you feel like you didn't get all your work done and that's okay. You're also going to have days on the flip side where you feel like you did nothing but working and that's okay. Life is not meant to always be lived in the extremes. There is a harmony between the two and I think the two can coexist and this is how I think they coexist. Um, and I just wanted to talk about it today. My one friend, Lauren brought this up to me and she was like, you should make an episode on hustle culture. And I was like, you know what? I agree. And I don't know if this episode is going to be like a hot take or not, or if I think it's going to be realistic. I think here's what I know. I know everyone listening to this podcast is very grounded, very smart, very knowledgeable, very down to earth and a real person. I think that's really what 
makes me love the audience of manifest so much is that each of us are hardworking individuals and each of us are realists, you know, we're people that build a life for ourselves, and we get one another. We really do. Like we, we, we're, we're like the same kind of people, you know what I mean? And I think because of that, we share a lot of the same beliefs and thoughts. And I think we all can understand that like, you can't just live a life of not working and expect to make money. So there definitely is a way to make money and make a great life for yourself, but also enjoy the fruits of your labor and enjoy all the hard work that you do and enjoy the lifestyle that you make for yourself. And I think that's where hustle culture lacked and where I think the slow girl era lacked with hustle culture. You weren't able to enjoy your life. And with slow girl era, I don't really like that saying, and I know I keep saying that, but I just really don't like it. But with that whole era, how can you live a life that you're proud of if you have no money to live a life? Do you know what I mean? Like we would love to live a life where we don't need money to live, but unfortunately like that's just the the reality of the world. Like we need money to live. So I feel like the two can coexist and this is just kind of how I think so. Firm boundaries, doing really great work when you're working and being really firm on your boundary when you're not working to enjoy your life. And I think that's a really full life. And I encourage you guys to find boundaries, whatever they look like, set those boundaries with others, whoever that might be, set them with yourselves and work on maintaining those boundaries. And those are my thoughts on hustle culture. So kind of a shorter episode today. I feel like I've been having like a lot of hour long episodes. So this is kind of bizarre for me to have a shorter episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed it today. I hope you found, I don't know, maybe yourself talking to this episode as you guys listen to it and having a discussion with it. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Happy manifest Monday. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye guys. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.